and we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk. I'm Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy? It's going really good. How are you doing? Eh, pretty good, pretty good. Well, it's that time of the year where we will have our top seven at each position. And, uh, you know, certain positions, it's extremely difficult to, to nail down our top seven. And at other positions, it's, I think it's a little bit easier. Um, so, yeah, uh, with, without further delay, you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. So let's we're going to go catcher, first base, second, short, third, left, center, right field, DH, starting pitcher, relief, slash closer, because I think we could just kind of mesh those two together. Yeah. So um, let's start with number seven for at catcher. Uh, for me, I have Mitch Garver for now Texas Rangers. Yeah. Same? No, I have Wilson Contreras. Oh. <laughs> Ah, oh my God. We had the same thing last year. I had Wilson so high and you had him low. I yep. remember this. It's going to happen again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now just, a, and now just you know, kind of flopping yeah. from last year. No, I think, <laughs> That's hilarious. I, think Mitch, I think Mitch Garver has a good opportunity to play it. You know, I think it's still, I think we'll still have to see if the new Texas ballpark is a hitter, more of a hitters or, or a pitcher uh, ballpark. But you know, hitting in that lineup with Marcus Simeon, uh, Corey Seager, um, uh, who's the other guy? The uh, uh, Garcia. Yeah. Um, the center fielder. Yeah, they they got a lot of really good players. So. Right. Um, I, I, I think, think you, you have a lot of opportunities in that yeah, lineup. I'd, I yeah, I don't think I don't think you could go wrong with that. I I pick Wilson Contreras because mostly, I mean, he is going to have ample opportunity for the Cubs to be their main like power hitter, you know, the, the force and which I guess really isn't saying a lot, but I think he's, I think he's somebody who could end up being like an all-star maybe by default uh, for, for the Cubs this year, just cause like, who right. else do they have, you know, maybe like maybe Marcus Stroman as a starting pitcher, but as a representative, like I think maybe Wilson Contreras could, could make it. And then, oh, yeah. you know, by I, the deadline, like maybe he gets dealt and, you know, that's the question mark of them. Yeah. Right. So uh, number six, I have Mike Zanino, who was an all-star last year for the Rays. Um, the, the, the splits, when he catches and, like, when Mejia catches, it's like night and day for the, um, for the Tampa Bay Rays. And I think that's pretty, that's pretty valuable. Um, yeah, he doesn't hit for average, but, man, like, he's got a lot of power. And I think – you know, catcher is one of those positions where if, you know, you, you'll deal with a lackluster bat, but I mean, at least Zanino is a, you know, legitimate power hitter. So I think, you know, that's why I have him at number six. Yeah, I like Zanino. He didn't make my top seven, but I like that pick. I think it goes off the average for me. And I think I just forget about him a lot because his average is so bad. But I always forget the power he had. The great year he had last year at Tampa, kind of like mm-hmm. a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um. So real quick, um, I'm gonna do this for every uh thing because I'm like the prospect guy. I'm just get my watch player out of the way every oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about my watch. My watch in this one is a guy I think that everybody just wants to see in the majors at this point. And that's Aldi, Ald, Aldi. I've said Ad, his name wrong. Adley Rutschman Ad, from thank Baltimore. Thank Yeah, yeah. I think it's a guy that we all just want to see play at this point, and hopefully mm-hmm. Baltimore does the right thing and lets him make the open day roster. 
But you never know. But that's my guy to watch. He's going to be a stud when he finally gets up. But at six for me, I have a guy who is probably a surprise because he, I think he had the, all the hype last year and he kind of was a disappointment, but I still believe in him. And defensively, he's still one of the best. And that's Sean Murphy from Oakland. I think, and now with Oakland, what they're doing with their team, I think he'll be the focal point of the team now. Um, and like I said, I just believe in the guy. I think that he's going to be really good. And I probably have him too high. Yeah, but yeah, he's six for me. Yeah, honestly, he's just bad guy who's right outside the top. Right. You know, seven for me. I mean, he's probably eight or nine. Same with Mitch Garver. I don't. I think. I think outside of the top five, uh, you can make the argument for any one of those guys. Like to be, you know, six, seven, eight, nine. Like I, I don't think there's right. really a wrong answer when it comes. To that. <laughs> no, exactly. All right. So you're number five. My number five is a guy who maybe took a step back defensively, but offensively, holy shit! And that's Salvi Perez. I mean, my man tore it up in the batter's box and <laughs> last year and who knows I, I, he might not play catcher that much I mean he's gonna play catcher but he's probably get a lot more bats the 18 2 this year to save him a little bit especially with how hot his bat is but I mean he's still good back there but yeah Salvi's five for me and he's just the all-time royal and I'm happy they gave him that extension still but yeah five okay that's insane because I have him at number one. <laughs> oh. I mean, he hit like 50 something home runs. I know. Like his, his splits, like his offensive splits when he doesn't play catcher, it's insane. Like he just doesn't hit when he's a DH. So he's a guy that's going to, he's going to catch as many games as, as he can. Um, And I, I just, I just think, man, last year, what was it? Like I said, 50 something home runs. Was it 50? Did he hit 50? I'm pretty sure. He did get 50. Yeah. Like, I mean, top five. And, and no, I agree. I believe, like, I I, I got to put him number one. Uh, number five, I have Jacob Stalling. Super underrated. Um, you know, I think with the up-and-coming team, with uh, the Marlins, I think he has an opportunity to, you know, kind of really blossom into a, a, a really good uh, uh, catcher. And, yeah, it sucks. Like, he's already, what, 30, 31 years old. But he's good defensively. He's a, he's a solid hitter. Um, he'll be on a little bit better of a team, a, a more up and coming team than the Pirates were. So I think, uh, I think I that's why I have stalling it at number five. Yeah, I see that. Uh, number four, I have JT Romuto. Obviously, like one of the more solid guys um, year in and year out. Um, kind of took a, a step back a little bit last year, but again, like he's extremely valuable. He's good defensively. He can run the bases pretty well. Um, so that's why I got real moved to at number four. Okay. I have Wilson Contreras there. And okay. I mean, you basically already said everything you need to say about him. He's a whiz. He's a, he's amazing behind the plate, in my opinion. Yep. Um, Cannon. And like you said, focal point of the offense this year, he's going to have every opportunity to even take a step forward even more. But yeah, he's four for me. All and right. then I guess I'll just jump to three. Yeah. Jump to three. It, that is Yasmani Grandel. Yep. 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 Okay. Me too. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's just like the the power from the plate. He's okay. What would you say? Was he okay defensively or a little better than average? I think he's I think he's better than average defensively. Better, better than average, yeah. yeah. I, I know he's getting a little older now, but I mean the the bat plays, you can put him in the middle of your lineup. Yep. Um, you know what you're gonna get from him every day. 
So yeah, I have him at three. And he's got a he's got a. Do we finally eye. have one right? Do we have yeah, one together? There? We have one together. Oh my yep. god, look at that. Um, we might. Do we have number two together in Will Smith? Yes, we do. Look okay, at look at that. <laughs> Who'd have thought? You know, after pretty drastic, um, you know, pretty drastic rankings, our, our number <laughs> three and number two are basically the same. I mean, you know, just what Will Smith does for that Dodgers team. I mean, it's again probably the unsung hero of oh, 100%. um you know commanding a, a a pitching staff like he does um and you know he's a young still a very young player this guy's limit for will smith dude yeah i mean i think the scary thing about will smith is that you think of that dodgers lineup and you don't even like like the first five guys you might not mention them mm-hmm. and he could be one of the top i mean Oh, he's he's so good. He's going to continue to get good, and that's a that's the scary part about that Dodgers team. Yep, 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 yep. And then number one. Well, I already said my number one. Who do you have? Yeah, JT Romuto. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I in my opinion, he had a step back. But like this is the way rankings going into this season, and what I think they're going to do this season. And I think he's going to go back to being who he is, and with the added power in that lineup and the added like bats, I don't think all the pressure will be on him having to be the guy after Harper, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, do we have the, yeah. So I think that he goes back to being who he is, and that's, in my opinion, the number one catcher in baseball. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I just think, I mean, again, it's funny because how we said with the, you know, the top, outside of the top five, I think guys, I think the top four, you can make the argument that all those guys, you know, could be the number one guy, maybe a little less Grindall, and he'll probably play a little bit less catcher this year, especially with Zach Collins being right. I believe that's what his name. I believe that's Zach Zach Collins from the White Sox. Yes, like yes. he's been he's been catching more, and you know Grindall's you know getting up there in age, so you know. But I mean, hey, they the White Sox they still got to like find a guy like you know where where do you trust somebody like Eloy Jimenez? Like, do you want to put him in left field? Do you want him to DH? Like, I don't know. But we'll talk right. about no, that. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. So to recap, um, so to recap your top seven, go from okay. seven to one. Seven to one is uh, Garver, Murphy, Perez, Contreras, Grandal, Smith, and Real Muto. All right, and then I have Contreras, Zanino, Stalling, Real Muto, Grandal, Will Smith, and then Salvador Perez. Yep. Pretty good list, I would say. Yeah, I like it. Like I said, I can't. I'm not. It's funny too, like what you said about one through like four and five. But also like six through ten, you could put anybody yeah, in those, put- and I would like I wouldn't be mad. Like like you said, Starling, he was eight for me, yeah. and I was like I wanted to put him in there. Zeno was probably like nine or ten if I look at it, but it's it just it's just funny knowing that. You know who we know isn't on the list? Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's all right. So, so first base. So who's who's your guy to look out for this year? Oh, it's uh, oh, it's Spencer. Spencer Tolkison from Detroit. I mean, that dude, and I hate the Tigers. So the fact that I'm even throwing this guy in there, this dude's going to be, I mean, first round pick, what I think the first pick three years ago or two years ago now, he's going to be a monster when he gets up. And I think he might make the open day roster from what the GM's saying. So if that's true, he's just going to be so good. Scary that that guy's going to be in our division. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, yeah. Cause I believe he was, I think it was two years ago he was drafted. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so, he's I mean, already what he's a, flying up the minors. Yeah, what a what a fast uh, pace track to to go all the way up to the to the major leagues. Um, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go with my number seven, and that is okay. Pete Alonso. 
I think, All right. you know, he's a power bet in a really good lineup. Um, I don't expect, I mean, jokes aside, like I don't expect the Mets to have like such a disastrous of a season like they did last year. Um, right. So uh, that, that's why I got Pete Alonso at seven. I think it, first base is kind of hard because it's very top heavy and depending on where you line up certain people, like, you know, you can make the argument like Max Muncy is a first baseman, but he's going to probably play more second base this year. Like we agreed that right. he's in our list, he's going to be a second baseman, but um, you know, just first base, you know, I think, I think there's argument like, like where certain people rank and, um, but I think Pete Alonso has a little bit of a, you know, uh, cause he had what it, I think he struggled in what 2020 in the short year. Yes. He kind of struggled yes. a little bit last <clears throat> year, but then kind of turned it on a little bit. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, that's why I put Pete Alonso at, at seven. Okay. Well, I'll just say this now. He's six for me. So I'm going to say six and seven. Okay. He yeah. is six for me. And okay. basically everything you said, I think that he turns his, I think he starts to improve on what he's been. Yep. Um, and even like maybe he takes like a, a go a little uphill slope for him there. Right. But you basically said everything. And then seven for me though is a guy who I wanted to put higher, but but going to this season is just gonna be so scary because that lineup literally has nobody, and that's Joey Votto. Yeah, and I have I him love at six. Joey Votto. I have him, you have him at, at six. six. Okay. Yep. And I love Votto. Everything yep. he is, but that lineup is just so just torn apart now. And it's literally just him. And he's getting older, but I mean, he's a pro's pro. He, I mean, you know what you're going to get from Joy Lovato every day. And I just feel bad for the guy that he's still there. But I mean, the sad thing is, I think he loves Cincy. So I don't think he's even mad about it. Nope. But it's it just sad seeing him go to waste in that lineup, though, especially with that team doing to that lineup. It's a, it's a sad day for Joey Votto. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, like, you know, our rankings are very similar <laughs> so <Yeah>. far. <laughs> uh, number five. Who do you got at five, then? I have Jose Abreu. I have him too. <laughs> Jose Abreu, it might be one of my favorite players that I don't want to talk about because he plays for the White because Sox. Because he plays for the White Sox. All but, he does is drive in runs. Like Yeah, drives it, hits for power. His average is good. He plays pretty good defensively. Like he's just everything you want him to do, he does for you. And to be honest with you, he's kind of like the quiet assassin. You don't hear about him. And then you yep. see his stats, like, holy shit, like look at the year he's having. Because the White Sox, they have so many good players, and people forget that Abreu was like their first good player. <laughs> Yep. But they got. And he's just been a, just a solid pro. And I love it, Bray. And everything he does. And I hate to admit that because, like I said, the White Sox and playing my Guardians, I hate it. But yeah. I have a feeling our four, our one, two, three, and four are pretty much the same. So I, I haven't think so. I mean, I feel like they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. So number, yes. so number four, Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> yep. Okay. Right on. I'll let, you, I'll let you take this one. I mean, he's just a consummate pro, gold glove last, last year. Um, you know, in a, in a better lineup now with, with Nolan Arenado um, kind of protecting him a little bit. I mean, what more can you say about Paul Goldschmidt? Probably the most underrated player in the major leagues yeah. last decade, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played in Arizona and all he did was produce. And now he's with the Cardinals. And I still feel like he's overshadowed because, you know, Nolan Arenado, you know, they, their outfield is is really good. Um, it's just it's just kind of funny that like Paul goes, but everybody forgets about him. But all he does is produce. So yes, uh, it, it, th- it, it honestly is scary about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous if you think about it. <laughs> no, hundred percent. 
uh, number three, Matt Olson. Yep. <laughs> okay. I mean, what more can you say? He's going to play at an extremely hitter-friendly ballpark in Atlanta. Um, I, I just expect him – I expect his production to just skyrocket, honestly. like. Oh, it's going to be scary how good he's going to be there. And defensively, in my opinion. probably the best defensive first baseman in the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, again, what more can you say about medals? Can I say one thing that just popped in my head yeah, and it scares ahead. me? Because, like, you remember back in the day, like, what, 10 years ago, we would say defensive first baseman. We're thinking, like, Casey Katzman as being God, one of I the hate, best. I hate that, like, I thought when you said defensive third first baseman, I was like, Casey Katzman. I know, but you know what I mean, though? But now you're mm-hmm. like, who's the best? And it's, like, one of the best power hitters in baseball. Yep. <laughs> like, it's. It's just scary how far this game's come, but yeah. Who do you have it to? Is it, it, this could be the one. Well, you go, you you go ahead. Go ahead. I I have Vlad. Yep, me too. Okay. And okay. the only reason I don't have him one is just because I need to see him do it a little more. I need yeah. him to be consistent now. And if he does, I think he jumps to one. But, yeah, I mean, what and do then you not say about Vlad? And then Freddie's number one. Yes, Freddie's one, yeah. So, yeah. wow, we did really good in the first yeah. baseman. Yep. But like I guess I'll I'll talk about Vlad. You can talk about Freddie if you want. Um okay. Vlad is just, I mean, power, I mean, ridiculous. It's he, it's a guy you want to watch every at bat because he could hit it 650 feet. He plays with energy, he's an always smiling, happy guy. Um defensively, he's gotten I think he's he's gotten better. I think he's actually pretty good over there at first base now. I mean, you're not gonna expect gold glove out of him, but he gets the job done. Um but, oh, well, I mean, his hitting is just, it's in that lineup, too. It's scary how good of a hitter he is. I mean, he's gonna be doing this for 15 more years. He's, in my opinion, he's he's better than his dad. He's gonna be better than his dad. And that's terrifying to think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he definitely can. I mean, he could, he, you know, because he's so young, I mean, he could pretty, he could zoom up the home run leader really quickly. If he's yeah. averaging 45, 50 home runs, if he has a crazy year where he hits close to 60, I mean, I mean, who knows? Like, like in this day and age, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like that, that's, what's crazy about, about Vlad. And I think to your point defensively, like you could, you got to think defensively, he's probably going to get better because, you know, he's got like the premier defensive third baseman now in Matt Chapman. Right. Across the diamond. Yeah. Especially now that he's going to stay at first base and he knows. Well, yeah. So well, yeah. It, well, that. But it's also like just good throws from Matt Chapman. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. It's gonna yeah. Ma- it's gonna make Vlad's job just a lot easier. I mean, like same thing no, with very true. Bichette. Like Bichette's a pretty good defender. Um, I think at second base, what they had Biggio. Yeah. Going forward, so, you know, I think that, that defense defensively, that infield is, is gonna be pretty good. But like, you know, playing with Vlad's bat, like defense at first base really isn't like that big of a factor you know what no, I mean? yeah and plus oh, yeah. like he'll dh some too and like that'll be that yeah. and then number one like freddie like i mean he's just the best first baseman in the league and has been for the past like five six years now i mean mm-hmm. there's no question um, i think we're, we underappreciate him too i don't think I th- we realize how good he actually is yeah i think so too and i think like it's weird that it's it's weird it reminds me of like when uh when Pujols left the Cardinals and speaking of Pujols like you know he signed with the Cardinals for his last year and um Good for him that's awesome he, yeah but it's like it's gonna be weird seeing Freddie with Freeman. not a brave yeah 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 and then playing in LA 
I mean, th- like the added pressure of that and stuff. Like he'll be fine. Um, like he'll probably produce even more just because that lineup is just ridiculous. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous when you think of it. It's um, scary. And you know he'll DH some. Like the good thing about Freddie is that now there's universal DH, so you don't have to worry about like playing first base like in year four, five, six of, of his contract. So, right. Um, but it just, you know, it just kind of sucks that you like, yeah, he find like he finally won the world series with Atlanta and then, and then he's gone. Then he's gone. Like that, that's yeah. what happened with pools. Like he won with the Cardinals and then that off season, he was a free agent and he left like he, like, right. yeah, he won too, but it's like, you know, it's just kind of weird. Like there's certain players oh, yeah. that I feel like should have been on a team forever. On a team forever, and I felt like Freddie Freeman was that guy. But I mean, the fact that the Braves got Matt Olson, who's a little bit younger, <laughs> and right. I mean, is going to be just as good. I mean, probably a better power hitter. I don't think that's crazy to say. Um, probably a better def- like defender at first base, but it's like. It's Freddie Freeman. Like you just let that guy walk. Like that's weird. Right. And it's sad. No, oh, yeah. It is what it is. Like Freddie's until there's a steep decline, like I think, you know, on, or even just like a little bit of a decline and then Vlad like takes his place. Like I still think Freddie's gonna be the top guy for at least another year or two. So that's just my opinion. No, yeah. No, I honestly I mean you said everything I want to say. That's exactly what I think. All right, so second base. Uh, who's the guy to, to look out for at second? I mean, honestly, it's not really a guy to look out for. It's this guy I really want to talk about because he won the Rookie of the Year, but that's Jonathan India. Mm-hmm. He didn't make my list, and I really wanted him to. <laughs> so I just want to shout out that. It's that funny. Was he stud. was eight for me. Dude, he's eight for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, he's so young. Fuck it. He's going to be on my watch list. But yeah, Jonathan India. I mean, like I said, I feel bad for him now, too, because they just took away his whole team. Now it's just him and Bottle, basically. Um. But yeah, he's a stud. He's just going to get better and better. And I hope he gets out of Cincy because if they do what they're doing, I feel bad for the kid. But yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I mean, he, he plays in a very hitter-friendly ballpark. Um, he'll be the guy that everybody uh, or everybody will try to go out and get his jersey. He's somebody they could build upon for the next couple of years. And, you know, hopefully he's in Cincinnati long-term. But if not, if by year, by, I don't know, year three, year four of their rebuild, if, if he's still around, like, you got to think about shopping him for prospects. Like, it's just kind of the way it goes, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, number seven, I have Jorge Polanco. And okay. he's, an, he's annoying. I hate him because he plays for the Twins, and all he does <laughs> is just kill the Indians or Guardians or whoever. And it's just – it's so frustrating watching him play. Um, I think he'll have a really good year this year again, uh, especially like playing middle infield with Correa. Um, like the Twins, I think I still don't trust their pitching, but like offensively, if Buxton can do what he did last year when he was healthy, um, if that keel off guy, like if he, you know, develops into uh, like what we all think he could be. Like the twins could be a thorn right. in everybody's side when when you go up against him, and when I think of thorns and sides, like I think Jorge Polanco, and I just think he's I just feel like he's very underrated when it comes to um, oh yeah just playing second base in in the league. I agree. So who's your number seven? I agree. 
uh, it is a guy that um, I wanted to put higher. I just couldn't, and that's Whit Merrifield. Yeah, I don't even have him on my list, but I feel bad. Yeah, I, I don't. I, have I had him to on put him list. in. I, the thing is, him and Jonathan India and Polanco were all fighting for that spot, and mm-hmm. I gave it to Whit just because he's just so consistent. He does everything he wanted to do. Gets on base. He can hit for power. I mean, my my man's been a thorn in the Guardian side forever. Yep. Indians, you know what I mean? Cleveland's yep. time forever. I mean, yep. he just he steals, does everything you want him to do with ball player. So, like I said, Mr. Assist, I know he's up there in age, but yeah, I got him at seven. All right, number six. Okay, this is Brandon Lowe. Okay, oh, wow. yeah, me too. Okay, and I put him there. I mean, his average was down, but my man hit 39 home runs from second base. Yep. That's insane. It really and is. And I feel like no one talks about him. Nope. 39 home runs, 132 hits. I mean, it, he's a baller. He's good. Plays good defensively. He's in Tampa, so I feel like people just think all the Tampa players are the same. <laughs> but, yeah, my man, 99 RBIs too. Yeah, Brandon Lau. You know who we didn't really talk about uh, playing second base is Jazz Chisholm. <clears throat> like, I feel like we need to oh, talk yeah. how awesome Jazz could be. Yeah, like, he, he was the potential. other one I wanted to put on the watch. Yeah. He's definitely somebody like he's must watch. I think like every time he's at at the plate. Oh yeah, he's everything this generation loves in a baseball player. Yep. He's Pirat, like the way he plays with the swagger. I love Jazz. I think he's he can he could at the start next year we could talk about Jazz being in the top five in my opinion. He, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He has an opportunity to. Uh, number five, I have newly acquired second baseman for the Red Sox, Trevor Story. Hey, I we feel have the same. Even, and I feel even weird putting him like that low. But <laughs> it's just know. like a new place. Like, how is he going to play? I think there's a lot of question marks when it when it comes to that. Um, I think there would be an adjustment period just him playing second instead of short. Weird that they just don't move Bogarts to second and keep he won't, Trevor Story. But he won't do it. I I actually looked it up to figure it out, and Xander will not move to second. But then he came out with a quote saying how like he's all about winning. I say if you're all about winning, you should put a better shortstop at shortstop. Yeah, because Story is really not ten he's times not, better defensively. Yeah, he's really not that great of a uh, defensive uh, defensively yeah. uh, at at short. Um, but Trevor Story at second, like you know, I think the numbers may I don't know like when you go from Coors Field playing all the time, but then you're going to Fenway, like with that giant wall. Like I feel like. I feel like it kind of evens out. So I feel like I yeah, should I expect like almost the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Offensive, yeah. Offensively. So that's why I have him at number five. Again, just weird that I think I had Trevor Story like the number one shortstop last year, if I remember correctly. You did. You 100% and did. Now to have him like the fifth best second baseman, it's just, it's just a weird, weird time right now. Oh, yeah. So number four, who do you got? I got Jose Atuve. Oh, yep. Same. Same. Okay. Yep. I, I mean, Jose, I mean, he's just – He's the L2. I mean, he's, yeah, he started out slow last year, I believe, and then he picked it up again. Was it last year he started out slow? Was it 2020? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't know. Last, but, no, it was last year because everybody was talking about, like, oh, you know, fans are booing him and yeah, all that stuff. It. Yeah, he couldn't handle it. And then, like, the second he half of the on. year. Yeah. Yeah, and had a Jose Altuve type of year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the thing that scares me about Altuve is his defense has gotten worse. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the thing that scares about him. And that's why I dropped him down kind of low because, I mean, four is high, but I mean, Altuve was top three last year, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have a two-bay four. There's not much I can say about him because I hate Houston. 
but yeah. Yep. Well, okay. <laughs> we, we can just move on. Uh, number three. I have Max Muncy. Okay. I, I have Muncy at number one. And then one. Okay. That's fair. And the only reason I have him there is because I know I'm a stickler for this is defense. Yeah. I just don't know how he's going to play deep play. I don't know, 140 games or 130 games of second base defensively. Well, I think I, I, I mean his bat plays anywhere, obviously. Yeah, I think defensively, I think he'll be a lot better. I, from I read an article when they got Freeman that like Muncie was actually more comfortable playing second base, which is kind of weird, but because you just think of him just you know pure power hitter. But um, yeah, I think defensively at second, I think he'll be fine. I mean, especially yeah. when you have. I mean that team is just again it's just loaded. It's and sad. he'll play he'll play first sometimes, he'll DH sometimes. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he starts playing some third base and if they DH Justin Turner. Like I don't think yeah, I don't think that's like too out of the question, but um just like based on where he plays, like I, I just feel like he could have an insane oh, year yeah. offensively yeah. at second and like at second base, like it's just insane. It's it's really weird to think about, like just just think about like when we grew up, you know, second base was always like the the weakest position, like hitting wise. And now it's, you know, you have, you have Brandon yeah. Lau hitting 40 home runs, like 39 <laughs> home runs, like right. Trevor Story, like all these guys, like just pure power you could have two of the Two of the new guys playing second this year, technically, could both yeah. hit 40 home runs. Yep. Easily both hit 40 home runs. Yep. That's, that's like you said, scary. All right. Who do you have at number two? I have Cartel Marte from Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Same. Same. So, uh, yeah. So let me guess. You have Simeon at at one. I had Simeon at three. Okay. Yep. I have Simeon at one. Yep. I, I mean, Simeon is just he's a monster in my opinion. I mean, what the man's done the last two years is, I feel like he deserved to be number one just off that, and he's going to Texas now. We have Seager next to him. Mm-hmm. It, it is a little bit more. He's not protected by like Seager is good, but he's not Vlad with power right. you know what i mean right, like, right. so i feel like that's a little bit of a could be a little bit of a challenge for him but i just feel like the last two years i mean the dude's bet on himself two straight years basically and he's just mvp numbers and ah he's he's so good you know i don't he was decent as an a he was yeah. okay yeah like, and defensively he was this. and remember he was pretty bad when he defensively yeah. at short and then yeah just one year he flipped this he flipped the the switch um I think he was third in MVP voting and was it 2020 or, or 2019? I think it was 2020, which again, short yeah. year, but um, he was top. Yeah. I believe he was top three in MVP. And then he goes to the Jays and, you know, I mean, that lineup, I mean, it was scary. I mean, it's scary. Right. And then, you know, he, he gets paid by Texas and Texas kind of revamps their entire <laughs> um, yeah, their roster. And, 80 million. Stuff. Just imagine. I wish. Like, yeah. I wish. I <laughs> imagine. <laughs> it, it makes me sad. <laughs> All right. So, shortstop. Who's 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 your guy to, to keep? Oh, uh, the guy to watch is um another guy from the Central, but I hate doing this. But it's Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, I I don't know if you've seen if you have YouTube, look up Bobby Witt Jr. and you will see a kid who. I mean, I hate saying the words. I've said it a thousand times, but he's going to be a stud. <laughs> and yeah. I hate knowing that all these dudes – I have more of the Central coming up too, but all these dudes are in the Central, and they're just so – he's going to be so – shortstop position is scary. I just say that. For all – like all the young kids coming up, it's a scary position with how much talent is at shortstop. 
Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I was waiting for you to just say Gabriel Arias and just chill. No, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. We have Gabriel Arias. I was going to say him, but I, I have another Indian in here coming up. So I, I couldn't put – or Guardian. I felt like if I put two Guardians as players to watch, that's I would uh, be a homer. So I was like, I can only put one. And I feel like you know who it's up, who it is too. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so shortstop is such a – like you said, it's a deep, it's such a deep position because like there's so many good players where it it just seems weird to leave any one like any one player out. You know what I mean? I left like, one of my favorite players out of the shortstop and like, it's it sickened me to do it. Like think about a guy who won gold glove last year in Tony Evans. Did he play? No, he, he, he played second base. Yeah. Yeah. But um, OK, well, forget what I just said. Because <laughs> I, because like in my head, I predict I pictured him playing short. Okay, here. How about this? How about like a a Dansby Swanson? Like yeah, good defender. Yeah. Was super clutch in the playoffs, and now, you know, it's like he's like he's one of those players where it's like, man, it's kind of weird, like leaving somebody who was so good in the playoffs off the list you know what i mean yeah, oh like, it, the funny the scary thing is i didn't even think about him for my top seven yeah, yeah, no, he's no, good yeah. but like that that's the scary part about shortstop right like what you're saying or, or you know like correa right correa yeah. is a guy uh, i mean there's just so many players like i just did correa not get your top seven i didn't even have him in my top seven wow. my initial <laughs> list didn't even have him like javi baez not in my top seven how he buys is in mind. Do you have Lindor? I do have Lindor. I think I'll be back this year. All right. All right. All right. So without number seven, who's your number seven? Um, that is Carlos Correa. Okay. Yeah, I don't even have him. I have Bo Bichette. Yeah. And I, even I think- even that Bo Bichette, like I feel like is Bo Bichette better than Carlos Correa? Like I don't. I have him at six. So in okay. my opinion, he is. Okay, <laughs> you know what? You run through your top seven, and then I'll run through my top seven. Okay, I have um, Correa, okay. Bo Bichette, uh Corey Seager, Lindor, Tim Anderson, Trey Turner, and Tatis. Okay, so I got Bich- – so I have Bichette. I have Anderson. I have Lindor. I have Xander Bogarts. I have Corey Seager at three, Tatis Jr. and Trey Turner at one. That's honestly, I'll be honest with you. I thought about voting Turner at one just because of, I mean, right now, who would you rather want on your team? Right nobody, now, because the guy's missing the game. Well, I mean, I think, and Trey Turner, I think always had the potential to be the number one shortstop yeah. in the game. And last year, I think it just solidified, even when he was with the Nationals, that like he was. He was such a stud. And again, oh, when yeah. we talk about these Dodger players, like he's going to be so good playing in a lineup with everybody else in that lineup. Like it's, it's stupid. Like the fit, like Wander's eight. So that means I have Wander yeah. over Correa. I have Wander over Javi Baez. Like it's, it, it feels, it, I have Wander eight you, for me and I don't if, have Bogart for my top seven. Well, yeah, even Bogart, but Bogart's was so good. You know what I mean? I know. I just I hate or like Corey. You know, I'm a big defense. Yeah, or even Corey Seager. Like, like you don't have Corey Seager. I don't think, right? No, I have Seager. Okay, okay, you have okay. So, 
like I Anderson, I've Lindor, Bogarts. Like, ah, it's it's such a crazy position. There's see, so Anderson's many three for me. That's the thing, though. You could throw anybody in the top seven that's in the top like 12, probably. And you oh, could yeah. be like, yeah, I can see it. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about with shortstop. It's so loaded, it's scary. And there's so many kids coming up who are gonna be so good at shortstop too that it's scary how good this position is. And, and then, how like, young these people are too. And I know this guy isn't like a top seven or even top ten shortstop, but like an older guy like Brandon Crawford, like all that guy does yeah. is produce. It's like yeah. oh yeah. my goodness. And, you know what think about Crawford sometimes. Nope. And that dude's and he's oh man, it's it's scary. It it is it, it is insane. And I again I don't we I mean we could break down all these guys, but it's like every argument <laughs> everybody yeah. I mean any argument that that you that you have or I have like you know you could just kind of copy and paste it for for any one of these but I think when it comes down to it I think Trey Turner because he's going to play all year I think is number one I think Tatis it'll be weird you know like you know it's kind of funny like what you said you know defense is such an important thing but you also have Tatis number one. I know. I I why did I how did I know that you were gonna call me out of that? <laughs> well, I just I like I just thought no, of it. No, it's right true. Now. It's you know? it's true though. I, I knew right when I put it in there, I was like, I'm a hypocrite for this, but yeah. It just I think it's just too because the way Tatis plays with a swagger, and I know it's annoying that that's one of the reasons. And I love Turner, so like they're probably it's probably one A, one B for me, honestly. Turner is a stud. I feel like he is undervalued in the game. I don't think people realize how good Turner is. And it's scary how good he is. I think people will know this year. And then and then um and then he'll hit free agency and just get a shit ton of money. Oh, which he yeah, which he deserves. Oh, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Um, so third base. Who's who's the guy to look out for? I want you to know real quick on third base. If I booked this guy one last year, and if you don't have him one this year, we'll fight. I will drive to Berea and we'll throw in hands. Okay. Um, the guy to watch is Brian Hayes, and I know that he's been in the league now for two years, but he plays on the Pirates, and people forget about him. But he is a stud. He is good defensively. He might be a top three third baseman defensively. Uh, his hitting's coming. His power is there. He's going to be great, and I cannot wait for the Pirates to trade him in about four years to somebody else. But that kid is he is good. And I hate that he's in Pittsburgh and nobody gets to see him play. <clears throat> I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that at all. All right, so number seven. It's he's going to Colorado and that's Chris Bryant. He's gonna mash in that ballpark. And I I refuse to believe what Colorado is doing with their team. Uh they like don't like to spend money, but then they spend money. It makes no sense to me. But Chris Bryant is a former MVP player. He's going to destroy pitches in that ballpark, and it's he's going to put up some numbers this year, and he's going to show everybody who he is, like who, what like we're all missing about Chris Bryant. He's he's going to be back this year. I know it's cores and all that, but yeah, he's he's going to be back after the season. Yeah, so I just changed it to Chris Bryant. I I originally <laughs> had Justin Turner, but like yeah, you're right. Like Chris Bryant, he's going to mash in Colorado. It doesn't make sense what they did, but. You're one thousand percent right, Chris. And I'm tired of hyping up Dodger players. So Chris, Bryant, <laughs> I'm good with. Uh, number six. Who do you got? I have Manny Machado. Ooh, okay. 
And I just think, you know, he's he's going to be the main, you know, bat in that lineup now with Tatis down, uh, main power guy. Um, again, I, defensively, still extremely good. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up playing some shortstop with uh, Tatis hurt because um, he did that last year, if I remember correctly. Um, I just – I like Manny Machado. I know that a lot of people don't like him. I, I have always liked him and I like the way he plays the game and um, which I don't know. I, I can't really say anything bad about Manny Machado in my opinion. No, I I, I am a Machado at five. Okay. So I, I love Machado and like you said, I love the way he plays. I think he kind of gets a bad rep on the way he plays if that makes sense. Yeah, um, like people didn't like him yeah. on the Dodgers, but it's like I, I get it because he was with the Dodgers. Right. You know what I mean? But I think he, right. I think he fits that that San Diego team extremely well, and it's kind of cool that like San Diego went out and spent big on a guy like Machado, and you know, and he he wanted to play there. You know what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. So because he's five for me, for six for me was um Anthony Rendon. Yeah, I have him five. And, you have him five. Okay. Yeah. I think. I mean, I I think he bounces back this year after last year. I think it's just like a missed year for him, and I think he comes back and shows everybody who. Anthony Rendon is, mm-hmm. who is a after. I mean, he's. Let's be honest. If he didn't get hurt and he played the year he plays, he's probably a top three third baseman. Yeah, top yeah, five yeah. easily. Yeah. So, and now with that lineup having Otani in it for a whole year, Trout hopefully for a whole year, that lineup could be lethal too. And you have people on base in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Rendon a lot, and he plays really good defensively too. Yeah. Yep. I don't disagree with that. So, five and six for us are just flip flop. So that makes yeah. sense. Uh, so number four. Um, I have Anthony. I mean Anthony. Holy Alex Bregman. Yep, me too. Okay, you can talk about this one. Uh, we don't have Texas to. Houston. Uh, he's a okay, Houston good. Astro. I don't really care. <coughs> oh, that's fine. Thank God you said that. Okay, yeah, number three. three. No, uh, <clears throat> Nolan Arenado. Hey, there we go. He was your one last year, so nope. we're getting better. He's three for me too. <laughs> I mean, again, he's. His average went down a little bit. You know, obviously that was going to happen, not playing at Coors all the time. Um, he's on a better team, though. Uh, it, it, it's weird, like, like him and Goldschmidt, I, fe- like, I felt like Nolan was more appreciated in Colorado than he was, like, yeah. last year. I feel like people kind of forgot, like, oh, yeah, he's, he plays for the Cardinals. And, like, the Cardinals are usually pretty good, like, year in and year out. So, um Again, just still defensively, you know, great. Um, and I just expect him to, you know, maybe bounce back with the average a little bit more, like knowing knowing the, the pitching in the division a little bit more. Um, also, like beating up on the Pirates in Cincinnati this year, and I guess the Cubs, I guess you could say too, right? Um, yeah. I, I feel like he'll have a, a – he should have a, a, a bounce back if, year if he stays healthy, so – Oh yeah, I agree hundred uh, percent. Number two, um, I have Rafael Devers. Yep, same. Yeah, I mean Devers is. I mean he's. I think he's still super young too, yep. if I remember correctly. But yep. yeah, I mean he's gotten better and better every season. And honestly, if the guy from Cleveland wasn't there, he'd be number one easily. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I, so I let's let's just yeah, let's yeah. just talk about Jose. <laughs> number one, Jose Ramirez, the goat. It's I don't think close. there's any. Um, I don't think there's any debate about that. No, and it shouldn't be. He's he's the best, and there should be no debate about it. 
he's probably the most important player on one team yeah. than like any player um, on their respective team. Does that make sense? Like if no, yeah. Like, like the if you're gonna say the most valuable player in baseball, Jose Ramirez is the most valuable player for the Guardians than any other player, like in like in baseball. Yeah. All he does I is agree hundred percent. He his defense vastly improved last year. Which is um, scary because he was already so good defensively. Yeah, he was already really good defensively, but last year just <clears throat> uh, improvement. Um, was it thirty nine home runs last year? Uh, he had what twenty eight stolen bases, so he almost had a thirty thirty year. Um, and really a down year average wise, I think he hit what two seventy ish. Like yeah. his average wasn't yeah. like that great, you know, like you know comparatively, um, but. Just came up clutch so much, so many times last year. Switch hitter. I mean, and and then when I saw today from that that report from the guy from, um, let me get it right. Let's see, it was Mike Rodriguez from Univision, yep. reporter for Univision Sports, who said, and I just want to quote it correctly. Okay, so don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> that a new contract extension is coming for Jose Ramirez. Star from Cleveland will be waiting for the good news. Followed closely. Baseball. Hashtag baseball. Hashtag MLB. That is just the great. If that. Oh, okay. You if that happens, no I mean, I, I will honestly <clears throat> cry. I will honestly yeah. cry. Because he I mean, Jose happen. is the one guy on this team that like I don't think I I don't think I can fathom losing Jose Ramirez. No, yeah, hundred percent agree. So, do you want to just talk about Jose? Like, go ahead. Like, I'll I'll let you. I mean, he's the Jose heart and soul of the team. Defensively, I mean, I said this last year too. I mean, there's nobody I want up to bat more in a big moment than Jose Ramirez. He does everything you want him to do. He's for he's a leader. He um he comes with energy every day. He's got the swag, his little strut, the Jose strut he does. He, his hitting is remarkable. Both sides of the plate. I mean, he's just – he's been top five in MVP or top seven in MVP the last, like, four years or three years. I mean, my guy – I mean, you can't – he should have won MVP at this point, to be honest with you, because like you said, there's nobody on a team that needs somebody more than Jose Ramirez and the Indians do – or Guardians, sorry, the Guardians do. And he is – He's underappreciated by the rest of the MLB, in my opinion. I don't think people realize how good this dude is. The fact that every time he's the number one third baseman, is like, what? And then they show the stats, like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, he's just so good. If And like you said, he needs to be a guardian for life, for life. And give him the money. I don't give a shit if you don't sign anybody for the rest, for five more years. Give Jose the bag. He deserves it. He's Cleveland. He's everything we ever want. He's the reason fans come to the games. Oh, just like you said, I'll cry if he's not a, he's not a Cleveland for life. I'll cry. I'll be so sad. I would, I, yeah. I would be so sad. Oh, it's just depressing All right, but about. hey, we're, we're ending it on the, the positive vibes that the, 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 the guy from Univision said that he's going to need an extension. And he called, yes. apparently he called the Baez move to Texas or uh, yes, to I the think Tigers I clicked, earlier. I, Clicked on his profile and see that too. I was like, okay, so, I believe him. <laughs> so he, it feels like people 
respect him. He has, yes, he has so, some. Of, he has insights. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, left field. Who who's your guy? To look at Stephen Kwan. Right. Watch out! Watch out! This man we've talked about him before, so I don't want to go on too much. But three hundred three average in the minors, eight ten OPS on base percentage. Uh, um, more walks and strikeouts in all of his minor league career. Plays great defensively. Gets on base. He should start the season left field. Probably won't because that's how the Guardians go. But two weeks mm-hmm. in the season, he'll probably be up. Um, but yeah, Stephen Kwan is going to be really good. He reminds me of young Michael Brantley, who's also on my list. Yep, Michael Brantley's on my list too. Good. So, left field, who do who do you have at number seven? Austin Meadows. So okay, this is this is where it's weird for the outfield. I hit like there are certain players who I have at like DH who could be technically left fielders. Does that make sense? But that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. Um. What I did was I kind of made it to where if I think they're going to play majority left field, like that's why I have them playing like the outfield no, or whatever. That's same, same. Okay, okay. So awesome matters. Go, go ahead. Yep. I have awesome matters second. I mean, seventh. I mean, I think defensively he could get better. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the dude hits, he rakes. Yep. Um, still one of the dumbest trades in Pirates history. Yep. For all they Glasnow, did. Glasnow uh, and Meadows for uh, yeah, Chris Archer. Archer. And then Archer yeah. just signed with the Twins a couple days ago, yeah. which does like that does not raise last year. Yeah, that <laughs> does not scare me at all, though. No, I've never looked at something more and like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, awesome out of the seven. He's just he's just a good ball player. Yep. Uh, number seven. Weird that I had this guy all the way at seven, considering he was an MVP. But Christian Yelich, I gotta okay. think he bounces back. Um, yeah. Like offensively, and I still think even if he maybe he like let's just say hypothetically he lost a step or a half a step or whatever, um, I still think he's like in the top seven range. And I think um, defensively he's not he's not ever going to be like the Gold Glover he was in in Miami. But um, just defensively he sh- he should be shouldn't be like that much of a liability in left field. So that that's why I got him uh, at number seven in left field. Maybe I'm going more because he's like what he did in the past and I gotta like just hope that he rebounds but I don't know he's higher up for me so you're fine okay all right all right yeah uh number six I have Brandon Nimmo from the Mets he was eight for me I have Tyler O'Neill yeah so I have Tyler O'Neill number five okay all right I like Nimmo a lot too so you can talk about Nimmo yeah I mean he again um probably got I mean he got kicked out of center field because they had the Mets sign Marte um, that defense for the Mets outfield should be a lot better than, than last year. Cause I think they had like Dominic Smith playing left field, like Conforto and right. And Conforto is not a great defender either. Um, but Nimmo and left field, I, I just think, you know, he, it seems like, right. He's going to be like their leadoff hitter going forward. Did yes. I, did I see that correctly? Um, yeah. so again, like I like his bat. Plays good defense, nice leadoff hitter. So that's why I got Nimmo uh, at number six. Okay. See, I have Tyler Neal, O'Neill at six. And, I mean, I think O'Neill finally showed everybody that who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we were all waiting for him to bust out, and then he finally did. I mean, that 286, 34 home runs, 80 RBIs, uh, 26 doubles, 138 hits. I mean, he's he's really good, and he finally showed everybody. I think everybody was just waiting for that whole – I mean, honestly, the whole corner of outfield finally showed up. 
Yep. But um, yeah, he's he's gonna be really good. Uh, plays really good defensively. He's actually really fast, and he does not look like he would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just looks like he's all arms. I think we made the joke sometimes he looks like a Chad, but that's on a different podcast. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna be really good. Uh, number five. You got a number five, or number who do you have? Five, it? Yeah, who do you have at number five? Because I have O'Neal. I have O'Neal. I have Joey Gallo. Yeah, I have him at number four. And I want to put Gallo higher up, but I know you're gonna hate me for saying this, but until he learns how to hit the ball the other way, he will always stay five for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I, yeah, defensively, his average sucks. Yeah, but yeah. he if he hits sixty home runs in New York exactly. now, like that wouldn't surprise any of us. No. Yeah. So yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, so I have yellow four. So who do you have at number four? Uh Christian Yelich. Okay. Well, there you and go. it's strictly it's based on what you said, just a little more that I think he'll bounce back even better. Yeah. So it's based on what you said. I think he's I he's too good not to bounce back, in my opinion. Right. Like but that's, I'll be honest, if he does two years him. of this, he won't be t- he won't be on my seven next year if he does it again. But I just have too much faith in he has such a pretty swing that I just too much faith that he can't bounce back but yeah then he won't bounce back sorry all right so number three so like you said so this is a guy who's probably gonna play a lot of dh this year but i think he'll play majority in left so his teammate got a dh so i'll put nick castellanos at three for me okay i have him at two um, at two okay um i mean i think we we both already said all we could say about nick we both love him we've always talked about i mean the power the way he plays i mean i think every every lineup wishes they had a nick castellanos in their lineup yeah, somebody who hits, just, somebody who has a who will drive in hundred RBIs, hit close to 280, 290, right. clutch hitter, thirty plus defense home runs. is trash. Oh yeah, but, I mean, but that's but what he does with the bat makes up for it. Yeah. Yep. All right, so who's your number two? Uh, Michael Brantley. Okay, so I have him at three. Okay. And Again, Brantley I, is just because defense is bad, but like, yeah, go ahead. You can talk about Brantley. That's your guy. I just, yeah, I, I've always loved Michael Brantley. I always really <laughs> love Michael Brantley. Too bad he plays for Houston. It hurts my soul. But um, <laughs> when you want to just talk about like a professional hitter, like that, like cliche, you just look at Michael Brantley. Doesn't strike out a lot. Um, just a gap to gap hitter. Such a smart hitter. Um, can, you know, could could easily drive like could easily hit twenty home runs if he wanted to, but just like just plays within himself. Just all he does is hit over three hundred. You know, the the again just a prototypical number like two three hitter in your lineup, and I mean, I, I just can't say enough thing great things about Michael Brantley. I I love him immensely, and will always love him immensely. So number yeah, one, I mean, yeah. Do we have number one the same, Jesse Winker? Yes. Okay. And the funny thing is, I don't think he he wasn't in my top seven last year. No, I mean he came out of nowhere. And yeah. Like all that did all that guy did was produce for the Reds last year. And yeah. he goes to a a ballpark that isn't necessarily a great hitter's ballpark, especially like, you know, it gets cold. Um, the wind is weird, like in Seattle, but man. The fact that they got Jesse Winker for, like, <laughs> for nothing for like kind of nothing is pretty disgusting. Honestly. The Reds are like, hey, you want you want our third baseman that we're paying too much money for? Okay, we'll get we'll throw Winker in. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean the fact that that guy 
I mean, it, it is weird. It is weird that like out of nowhere he became the best left fielder in the in baseball. Yes. But then you know, then again, it, it was never surprising. Like it really shouldn't have shocked anybody. I mean, it was just like, could he consistently hit left-handed pitching and get the opportunity? He wasn't like necessarily like outstanding at it, but I mean, all he did was crush right-handed pitching and. Um, you know, I just think just overall, you know, the sky's the limit for Jesse Winker. So I think he, oh, I agree. I think he deserves uh, the number one spot for, uh, yeah. for left field, uh, center field. See, this is, this is where it gets like center field and right field. I mean, it is. But I say center wasn't hard for me. Right. Is was the most, one of the most difficult ones for me. Center really wasn't that hard for me. I, I think, I think outside of like number one, cause we all know who number one is like, yeah, George Springer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. Or so numbers. Uh, so oh wait, who's who's your guy to watch in center field? Uh, another guy from Detroit, and I hate. I don't mind if I talk too much about him because I hate the Tigers. But Riley Green, when he finally he might make the open day roster too. He's, I mean, I said the word amount, um numerous times. He's a stud, and it just it's scary how good the Tigers could be with all the young talent they got coming up. And that pitching staff is so young. And Riley Green is just – he's going to be really good. Uh, so, who's your number seven? Uh, Charlie Marte. Okay, so I have him six. Six, okay. Marte is just – I mean, the ageless wonder. He gets – he's getting better as he gets older, which is insane. I think – I mean, he led the league in solid bases last year, I believe. Did yep. he lead it? Yep. Yeah, and he's like 32 now, 33. Mm-hmm. I mean, my man is just – like he's just getting better. And I think the the, the Mets needed him. In that lineup too, so I think if he can, if he does what he's been doing with that in that lineup, that lineup could get even better. All right, so numbers, numbers. So for number seven, I have uh, Cedric Mullins. Okay, I have him at six. So go ahead and talk about him. I just think, um, I just, I just like his game a lot. You know, I think he's when you think of like a center fielder, like from back in the day, you know. Like a, like a Kenny Lofton type player, like great defensively, just slaps the ball everywhere, steals bases. Um, he's he's kind of a throwback in in, in that in that sense. Like he's oh. not gonna he he'll run into a couple uh couple pitches to hit home runs. Like he could easily hit you know twenty you know if you wanted to, especially in Baltimore, which is a pretty uh, hitter friendly ballpark. Um, but I just I just love the way he he plays the game. I it's so interesting that like. Last year, you know, because he he had like a like a health scare, so you know, like he had surgeries. I think he had like Crohn's disease. I, I read an article. Yeah, that's um, insane to think about. And you know, nobody even knew because he was like, I don't want to talk about it because my teammate Trey Mancini is having cancer right now. So it's like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. But it's like, you know, Cedric Mullins, he stopped being a switch hitter and just said, I'm gonna only hit left-handed. And I think that's crazy, but then you see what happens and it's just like, all he did was hit. All he did was produce for a very bad team <laughs> in Baltimore, an awful team. And um, if you can produce like that, I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty significant. So, you know, I, I, I don't think you can, I think you can make the argument either way of him being seven or six. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Right. I honestly, I wanted to move him up to my top five because how good of a year he had and how much I love his game. It just centers so good. But yeah, 
I agree with everything you said. I think he's one of those guys. If he if he if he does it again, I think you can make the argument he's easily top five. But it's like, man, oh, yeah. who? But who then? Who do you bump out? Like that's the crazy part. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Uh, so number five, who do you got? Uh, Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh. Okay, so th- I have him number three. Okay, all right. Reynolds is just, I mean, I feel like we talked about him so many times, so I'm not going to talk about him that much, but he's just everything you want in a center forward. Does everything good, hits for average, plays great defense. Um, he's a guy that I want in Cleveland so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, he got five for me, and I don't – just the guys in front of him, I didn't know who to take down. one of those things for me, but, yeah. I mean, there's not much I can say about Reynolds, but I feel like I've said it, his name on this podcast so many times. Yeah, num- number five, I have Luis Robert, and it's just like if he stays healthy, I mean, he could easily. I mean, he if he stays healthy, he could easily be number two on this list. Like, yep. th- like his potential is number is number two, or I mean, mm-hmm. if Trout's hurt, like, could he be even number one? Like, who knows? You know what I mean? Right. Not, no. Yeah. Like the best, what the best ability is availability, and if Trout is. Starts getting banged up, like you know, who like who knows? But um, I have Luis Robert number five defensively. He's fantastic, power hitter. Um, I mean, what what more can you say about Luis Robert? Like the sky's the limit for that guy. So no, yeah, I agree. Number four, do we have the same guy? Who you got? George Springer. Yes. Okay. Again, just consistently, just he's the guy I bump out. Just so you know. Yeah, Houston. probably. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, prob- and honestly, it's probably because of like age too. You like, you know what I mean? Like he. Yeah, I never realized how old that guy is until you actually like look into it. I mean, you kind of forget like he did. Like I think his first year was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Like he was part of like that that super youth movement, like El Tuve. You know, he like mm-hmm. it was him and El Tuve, like when they were still, you know, kind of tanking for the Correas and and the Alex Bregmans, like. Right. Like, like Springer was like that guy, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But again, still plays like good defense. He's in a lineup with Vlad. He's in a lineup with B- Bichette, um, Teoscar, like all those guys, like um, still deserves a, like all the respect in the world. Probably the best leadoff hitter in the game, just power, like, like, cause he could, what did, didn't he lead the league in um, leadoff home, home runs? Sure. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, that's a weird stat because fucking Cesar Hernandez had like ten for us. So. <laughs> right. I mean, like, who cares? So, um, so number three, who do you got? Uh, three, I have Byron Buxton. Okay, I have him number two, and that's just okay. probably because I'm just I just fangirl over Buxton. I well, just... no, it's fine. I I fangirl over two, and it's my Robert. And you already talked about him. Robert's my two. <laughs> I just think potential wise, the year he's gonna have, he's gonna be so good. But you always talk about him. But, yeah, Buxton, I mean, the defense, the speed, he's hitting for power now. If I mean, he just if cuts he the strikes out, too. and if he, yeah, yeah. If he stays healthy, if he could just cut the strikeouts a little bit, man, like, there might not be a better player in the game. I mean, it's crazy to think, yeah. but, like, oh, yeah. speed, like, speed, he's the fastest guy in the league. Defensively. I think you can make the argument he's the best defensive player in the in the league, especially at center field. In center field, I mean power. If he, I mean again, if he stays healthy, power he could hit 35, 40 home runs. Content like ab, like his average like 
like ideally you would like it to be what 280 ish but even if it's like high 260s like if it's like 266 or 270 like you would deal with that if if you get everything else but again availability the best ability is availability with buxton yes and that's always you know maybe i should because i said that maybe i should bump him down but i just can't like i just i love buxton too much right that's yeah that's the thing if i wasn't in love with robert he would be he would be too easily it sucks so that, like, like they're both the, yeah. in our division, too. So it's like... Oh. God, I know. And the, what we need is... I, mean, I love Miles Strauss. Don't get me started. I don't want to, like, shit on him. But, like, mm-hmm. we need outfitters, too, and, like, two of the best center fitters in baseball are in our division. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, <sighs> I th- and I think, honestly, Sucks. you could easily say, so, like, somebody like Miles Strauss could easily be a guy to, like, look out for, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he hit 285 last year. Come, yeah. come I don't think there's anybody better than he's tied top five defensively, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he makes he makes plays. He doesn't make the amazing plays because he gets them. He makes them look easy, in my opinion. Like my, he's so quick and fast, and he gets balls in the gap that you think that that he's got to die for. It. And then he catches the stand up, and it's like, oh, okay, easy play. It's like, no, it was not an easy play. He just made it look easy. Yeah, and I mean, if that he, makes sense. Yeah, and if his average goes up to like around two ninety ish, like with every, like he knows he's your leader. He knows that he's our leadoff hitter every game right like, you know he could easily be like a kenny lofton type of guy like i just compare oh. kenny lofton because it's like when you think center fielders like i just think, lead kenny off, lofton, think of him. like oh, 100%. Leadoff yeah. hitter, somebody who gets on base steals bases plays great defense somebody like yeah. miles draw could easily be that guy like someone yeah. like cedric mullins could be that guy i i feel like reynolds is more like a i don't see him as like a a leadoff type hitter i see him like hey He's our best hitter, so we got to hit him third. Like, like he's the Jose Ramirez for the, for yeah. the Pirates. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I agree. That's why I have I have Reynolds three, Buxton two, and then obviously Trout's Trout's number one until further notice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not even going to say anything about Trout. Trout is the best player in baseball, in my opinion. Mm, he's close. Yeah. He's. I gotta actually look at it actually, but I mean, there's no one who's doing it because I mean he got hurt last year. I mean, I th- he plays a full season, and he does his numbers like normal. Here's the here's the insane thing. Could by the end of the year, he not be the best player on his own team? I mean, this is there's a chance. Right. This, this is the year everybody's looking for, I guess, because they're both going to be healthy playing. And somehow the Angels will still finish below 500. I know, I know. Oh well. Okay, right field. Uh, right field. Who's the guy to look out for? Julio Rodriguez, Seattle. He's a guy yeah, there. That makes should, sense. Go, Google him. Just look up his home runs, and you know exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, I believe he's, he's like the is 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 he the number one top prospect in baseball? I believe so. It was like either yeah. him or Adley Rutschman. Just like yeah, I think he's two. I think Adley's one. He's two. But yeah, yeah. I mean, what if you want to watch some, a guy who's going to be tearing up pitchers lately? Look him up on YouTube. Yep. Um. So this is where I think I I had the most trouble. Well, not uh, at number one, but was, everywhere else, it's just it was very tough. I think we have the same one, but yeah, it uh, was, it, this was difficult. So number seven, who you got? Kyle Tucker. Okay, so I have him six. Okay, and the funny thing is, I had him six, and I then I met with Houston, so I moved him down one. <laughs> Honestly, I, th- I I so okay. So who do you have at who do you who do you have at six? Oscar Hernandez. Okay, so I have him at seven, and the reason okay. why I, I put Tucker above Hernandez it's just defensively I think he's a lot better than oh yeah I agree so I think Hernandez has that power more than Tucker right now 
yeah, I think consistently, like Teoscar has like the the long like he's been doing it for a couple more years. Yeah, but I think potential. But Tucker and, could easily be there. and defensively, like dude, Tucker's gonna be oh yeah thorn in everybody's side going. Yeah, forward. and I like that he plays. I don't know why, but I appreciate that he plays with no bag gloves. Yeah, I don't I know why too. I like it so much, but I do. I like that too. <laughs> Um, so number six or no number five sorry okay here's a guy that it this is when it gets hard because it pained me burn this guy this low that's mookie Betts. yep me too okay and it's weird it hurt me a little bit yeah because he's just all he does is play well that's all that guy does so many good players in right field it's it's it was so tough putting him at five like there was no one i could think about putting lower and it's funny, like, people just forget about him now because he's with the Dodgers. It's like, no, all he does is, like, he went to the Dodgers, they won a World Series. Like, he's won two right. World Series. Like, like all that dude does is, like, every t- like all he does is make winning plays and win. No, yeah, I 100% agree. And I still don't understand why Boston traded him. Like, it, it makes zero sense <laughs> It makes me. no sense, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And Verdugo is good, but he would never be what? Is, in my opinion no 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 not at all uh so number four yeah number four yeah i have aaron judge yep me too okay yeah i mean judge is a, he judges judge he's a hit for power he actually plays pretty good defense yeah, and he I hate plays, to say and that. he's got a great arm like yeah you know um it'll be interesting to see what he gets when his contract extension because people don't really realize like he's already 30 years old yeah He's like the George Springer kind of. Yeah. Yep. When he's going to get that contract. Yeah. People just kind of forget that, like, yeah, he, he's a young, he's We're really a young late. player, but yeah, yeah, was called up later and um, took the world by storm. Again, it's just injuries with him because he can he stay healthy. That's really with every, all the Yankee players. Like, can they just stay healthy for an entire season? Right. So, yeah. uh, number three, uh, Raul Acuna Jr. Yeah. I, and I want to put him too, but he's coming off the injuries, so he's free for me. And it's just because it, it's—I know—I—I I anticipate him being just as good, but it's just a little bit of concern because it, it was a major injury, in my opinion. Yeah, I have him too. Okay, that's fine. I don't think and I don't I would, think I you could—I don't think you could go wrong either way, though. Yeah, I had I, mean, I didn't know you have Harper. Yeah, I have three. I have Harper. Or Harper, three. I mean. Yeah, I have yeah. Harper too. And again, it's just. They're both really great players, and maybe because yeah. of the injury to start off the year, you you put Harper above Acuna. I mean, Harper did win MVP, but man, like, just think like the Braves won a World Series without their best player. Oh, dude, yeah, that's it's insane. And yeah, once they moved him to right field, like he just like exploded, like as, mm-hmm. as and I just. It's crazy to just even think about. And if he misses the first month of the year, I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna like drastically change where he ends up. No. Like I still think I still think he could be like an MVP candidate, even though he missed like you know a month of the season. You know what I mean? I agree. I hundred percent agree. And then number one, Soto. Yes. Yeah. Best yeah, player I mean, in baseball. <laughs> I don't know if I put him up there yet. What do you mean? He's, he's, he's 22. He's 23. All he does is hit for, he's he hits, for me. He hits for average. I love Soto. You don't have to power. tell me anything. Do you understand it's just that, the part that I can't let anybody jump throughout yet? 
Do you understand this guy is projected? He could he could pass Barry Bonds in home runs. Okay, we have this talk every time we every do anything. Every time. And I agree. I'm not saying it isn't. He's probably going to end up being a top five player when he's done playing. And defensively, defensively, they moved him to right field and he became a lot better, which is weird because you would think left field, you hide people in left field. He moves to right field. Yeah, that is that. Maybe that's why I don't like him. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Because he became a better defender in right field. That makes sense. Yeah. I love Soto. And you know that. I've talked about Soto forever. Soto's, Soto's, he's a god. He's going to be amazing. He's going to be a top five player, in my opinion, when he's done. If he continues the track, he's on. And he's number two in baseball to me, but he could easily be number one by the end of the year. I think this is the, I I hate to say it, but I think this is a year for Trout to show that he's still the top dog, in my opinion. Coming off of last year, right, being that's, hurt. That's, so. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I just, so I mean, this is like, and it's not even saying Trout's not top five still, but he has like an, an okay year. But I could say this if Trout has an okay year and Soto does what he does, Soto could easily be the top player by the end of the year, in my opinion. I just, you know, just of all the things I like watching Soto, I watched a highlight of him taking three, two pitches that were just barely off the plate. Yeah, he has a great eye. His eye is so good, man. It's honestly, it's it's scary how good of an eye he it's is for sickening. the, the it's power so he has. And it's yeah. crazy. He's already, he, I mean, he's already won a World Series. He's already, I mean, he's going to win an MVP within the next two, three years. Like, now it's, honestly, now for him, it's all about just the personal stuff. Like, he he's he's going to hit 500 home runs and if all he, i mean because he was brought up so young and we talk about this like i feel like anytime we talk about Juan Soto i just i got to bring up like if he just plays until like 37 38 he's easily projected to hit Barry Bonds to pass surpass Barry Bonds at home runs just oh, yeah. from hitting like 35 40 home runs a year mm-hmm. Just wait until he actually just goes out and hits, you know, 50 home runs in a year because it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's the scary thing is that he can easily get 50 in like three straight years. Like, he, you know what he could do? He could go out and like, I think he did last year and the year before, he could go out and win the batting title and then just become a pure power hitter if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And like drop his batting average by like 15 points for more power and still be – hit over three and still hit over 300. Yeah. I mean, he, he is going to be, and I mean, he's going to be, and the nationals aren't going to be good this year. I mean, there's no, they're in a rebuilding. I, I said that every year when they're always good. Yeah. Every that, time, I mean, I don't look, think they're going to be good. They're good. Yeah. But here's the thing. I thought they were going to be good last year, but then, you know, we saw, I mean, injuries happened and, um, even with the Trey Turner and Juan Soto and Max Scherzer, like they still weren't great. So, like this year, they're relying on a lot of guys that they paid because they won the World Series. Guys like Strasburg, guys like Patrick Corbin. Like it's it's not going to be great for the Nationals. But Juan Soto, like if there is an MVP number two, like most valuable player to a specific team, like I think Juan Soto, you can make the argument is number one. I'm gonna still say Jose Ramirez. At number one, but I think Juan Soto is probably like number two. Yeah, I agree to that. So, um, 
sorry, DHs. Is there do you do you have a specific like DH that you're like watching? No, I didn't really yeah. put in there because I feel like there's no I, I yeah, there's no young player. I feel like it's just a guy who gets to be a DH, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a prospect, you're like, I'm a DH. I feel like that's not a good look in my opinion. So yeah, yeah I don't have anybody there. All right. So is there a guy maybe like, hey, like this guy could be good because he's going to DH more often now because it's like. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Do you have one? Do you think of? No, I just thought of the question right now. So I put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think. Um, shit. Like, I think maybe I mean, like, is it, is it Josh Donaldson playing in New York? Like DHing? Yeah. Him? Like, could that be a yeah. guy? Like, I know he DHed a lot um in in minnesota but like now that he doesn't have to be like the main offense for the like for the twins compared to like how he was or for the yankees compared to how he was with the twins like maybe maybe he's a guy um oh cj cron is that the guy from oh yeah yeah he cron he could easily i mean i don't know i don't i'll be honest the rockies are one of those teams i don't really watch a lot of um so I don't really know how he is defensively, but I mean, I know he's got the power in his bat to do um, just smash the ball. So I feel like no, he could be a guy. Honestly, Crone's a good. That's a pretty good name because, like, you know, somebody like uh, Ryan McMahon's probably going to play more for his base this yeah. year. If I had to guess, um, yeah, that's a, I like that. I like that name. I like CJ. Thank Crone. you. These ones are probably good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I was just trying. Like, I don't know. It's. It's so weird, you know, trying to project out like a DH or like well, that's the thing. we really don't know because we yeah. know like we know like three off like four offhand like these guys are gonna DH all the time. Well, it's funny because there's two guys on uh, in my DH. There's only two guys from the National League, and one of them has always been the AL, and he's just going to National League this year on yep. my top seven. Yep, and and that's who seven is for me. And that's Nelson Cruz, and he's seven for me just because he's Nelson Cruz. I think he just deserves to be on the list because. He's the DH. I feel like you think of him. Yeah, I, I, I have him. Um, I have him at six. So that okay, makes sense. yeah, I have him at seven for me. Um, <laughs> I have uh Framil at seven. Oh, okay. I have him at five. Yeah, I just, I think if he stays healthy, you know, he had a quote the other day. It might have even been from today, or I saw it today. That was like, just wait until he gets six hundred at bats, like healthy. Of full season, like the sky's the limit for that guy. Like, you know, he's somebody who. I mean, he could hit fifty home runs. It wouldn't surprise you and me. Yeah, he hit thirty, he, and he had an off year. And was yeah, hurt I mean, he was it. hurt. Yeah, he only played one hundred sixteen games last year, and he hit like 30, 34 home runs. Um, but it's just like you know, I don't want to say but I because I, I I mean it's top seven is still top seven. I just kind of right. wish like. Based on how the Guardians' um, like roster is, I kind of wish he played right field a little bit more. Which I, I mean, I think you're talking about the quote that he might actually play right field now a little more. Well, he's right. been asked about it. Right. I just wish like he played. I I know he's not a good defender at all, but it's like it would just fit the team a lot more if he just wasn't. Because it, it is weird that like he's 27, 28, and he's a DH. That's all he does. Right. I so. think it would be better if he could play first. <laughs> he has like a first baseman's body. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just, mean, yeah. You know, you can't he's do six it. Five, just, yeah. Yeah. 
he just looks like a first baseman. If you if you didn't know anything about him, you're like, what position do you think that guy plays? You'd be like first base yep. <laughs> or like third or yep. something like stupid like that. Yep. But yeah. Um. Okay, so I have Nelson Cruz at six. Who do you have at six? I have Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, I have him at like I have him at five. Five. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we're at six, and I think it just, I it was it, honestly it was going to be him at six or him at three and left, mm-hmm. uh, and the switch with Cassiano just because, I mean he just I mean after what he did last year in Boston and I mean it's he he's so good he's got so much power in that bat and now that you can just like hey maybe don't play the field and just hit consistently I think he's gonna be so good. Yeah. Next. Uh, so next week when we do our like you know, breaking down where we think uh, each team is going to uh, finish in the, in, in the division. Like when we talk about the Phillies, it's going to be funny because they have a lot of great hitters, but man, they got a lot of DHs playing the outfield. I mean, you can even <laughs> say Bryce Harper. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what we talked about. The one day. he's probably the best defender and he's maybe a little bit of better than average. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, and he's not even like consistently good. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Great yeah. defender. Um, cause I, it's funny. Cause I think if Schwarber, I think you were right. If Schwarber plays left field, you know, you probably, maybe you drop, maybe you drop him just because of the liability defensively. But like, I think if Cassianos was your full-time DH, like you can make the argument. He's like the second best DH in the league. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I just don't think Cassianos is at the age yet that he's going to want to DH that much. Well, you, I mean, I don't even, know why, yeah. I mean, even Schwarber, like, yeah, but I feel like Schwarber somehow age. like is okay with it. That's my, yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. I feel like Schwarber might be a little more okay. I don't know though. Like, I feel, I don't know, man. It's it's such a weird. The Phillies are just so weird. Like, what they're gonna do with their team? Like, I think, right. I think overall, I would put Castellanos in left and Schwarber at DH. But man, I don't even that. I don't, I don't really like. No, yeah, I'm that's the thing. Even. Whatever you do, you're not winning. I mean, it's yeah. not like a winning idea, if that makes sense. Yeah, right, right. Like, your your defense isn't going to go up or down. Like, right. it might just go down either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I, I saw a tweet, and I think I said it uh, the the last episode. It was like, uh, you know, they told the Phillies that, you know, there's a DH in the National League. That doesn't mean, like, they go out and sign all, like, the prototypical DHs <laughs> for their <laughs> team. You can only have one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But again, Schwarber, again, his resurgence last year uh, with Boston, like maybe it's more of a hitter friendly ballpark, but, you know, the, and, and like the team, but I think that he goes to a similar team in, in, in Philly where, you know, he's in a bat behind Castellanos, uh, you know, Harper, um, Real Muto. I mean, even, even a guy like Reese Hoskins is, you know, is still really solid. Um, but it also wouldn't surprise me, like, if you're the Phillies, maybe you trade Reese Hoskins. Maybe you just move Schwarber to first, and um, yeah. you could have Castellanos DH, and you know you go get a, a left fielder. Man, just I just every time I think of the Phillies, I just go defensively. How is that going to work? Like I know it does not. And the funny thing is, the hitting is going to be amazing. It's just defensively oh, yeah. it's going to be so fucking bad. Oh yeah. All right. So so that was number what five? Five. Yeah. Well, I have Reyes five. You at the Schwarber five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Number four, I have Stanton. Yep, I agree. Yep, hundred percent. I agree. Uh, there's not really much you to say. No, I mean he, if he stays healthy, healthy. He could be up higher. Yeah. It's just he can never be healthy, so he's yep. four. But again, it's just all he does is hit the ball hard, and he. Yeah. 
<clears throat> that, that's all I got to say about him. Uh, number three. Yeah. <laughs> I have J.D. Martinez. Oh, I don't even have him on my list. Oh, really? Yeah, I have Eloy. Oh, that's that's. I mean, that, hey, it's all about what you think they play. So, like, right. yeah, I I don't have Eloy on my list. Yeah, I I I. I mean, I just he's such a liability in left field. Where I just no, I agree. Eloy is should should be on. You know, when you said Eloy earlier, I forgot all about him. So, congrats. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. Like I. I almost put JD, but I was like, eh, I don't, I don't know. I just he yeah. just done it so long and so consistent about it. Uh, he was he he's three for me. I I just he's like you said, like for me, he's such a liability in the field. He has him at DH first off. I think that's what he is now, mm-hmm. and he still just has he still smashes. So yep. he's three. Yep. Uh, number two, I have Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. When I made my list, I forgot about Jordan. No, actually, <laughs> I forgot. About, I forgot about the top two players on my list. I'll be honest with you. I Who forgot about one? you, Otani. Okay, thank God. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But I forgot about Otani. I was like, this just doesn't seem right. And then I was like, oh yeah, my yeah. god, I <laughs> forgot about the guy who won MVP last year. Well, that's the funny part. Do you have him top? You can just tell me. Do you have him top seven pitchers at all, or no? No, no. Okay, I don't either. But the thing is. I was I did my whole DH list and then I went to pitchers. And I was like doing my like I do like a top fifteen, then I take it down from there. Mm-hmm. And Otani was like, "How's it going?" Yeah, Otani. Like, oh my god, he's a DH. I was like, holy shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but Otani. I mean, I mean, I feel like we said everything about Otani too. I mean, he's generational. He's amazing. Uh, the way he hit a home run today now. in spring training. Yeah, he hit a home run today in spring training that was three feet outside, and he took it down the left field line. I've never seen it before in my life. The way and home run just gone. He's like thirty thousand feet in the air. <laughs> I was, it was amazing. But yeah, Otani is just they have a whole rule about him now, like you said. All right. Uh, so starting to wrap up the the pitching. Uh, let's go with starting pitchers. Uh, okay. So this is okay. So this is where we might have a lot of different answers heading into this season. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't think there's really a, a, a wrong answer either. You know what I mean? No. You could do anybody in the top 15 probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, because they're just – all right. So, you know, just run down your top seven, and then I'll say my top seven, and we could discuss. Okay. Um, seven and six are my Milwaukee boys, and that's Granite Woodruff and then Corbin Burns. Mm-hmm. And uh, real quick, just I, – I mean, last year I predicted that Milwaukee was going to be really good. You did. And – now I'm continuing it. I think they're both going to be really good again. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Shane Bieber at five. It might be mm-hmm. a homer pick, but triple crown two years ago. Last year got hurt. I think he bounced back in a big way, and I think he, I think he is top two for Cy Young at the end of the year. Okay. Um, number four, I have Walker Bueller. Okay. From the Dodgers. Uh, three, Garrett Cole. Okay. And then two and one, I have Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom. All right, so. Number seven, I have Zach Wheeler. Okay, he was eight. Uh, number six, I have I have Brandon Woodruff, but again, you could go Corbin Burns. I, I don't. I I just picked one. I'll be honest with you. I just like <laughs> no, yeah. I just kind of looked. I was like, they're both good, but I think Woodruff had like a better full season, if that makes sense. But they they were yeah, still yeah. really good. Uh, number five, Walker Bueller. Four, Garrett Cole. Three, Shane Bieber. I'm even going more Homer. 
I love it. I love it. Love it. Look, people, look, people are going to say, I wanted to do it and I didn't, I didn't want to be called a homer, but I love that you did it. (laughs) Dude, but I mean, he, he was far, the amount of strikeouts that guy had before he got, oh my God. Yeah. It was insane. Mm -hmm. Like, he, like, he was number one and number two was like, like 20 or 30 strikeouts behind him. Mm-hmm. Like that is, in, that's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. I agree. And again, if he just, if he, I'm going to assume he gets back to what he was doing. And I think there's already less pressure on him to be what he was. And even in 2019 and 2020, um, because the rotation just around him is, you know, really good. And we'll talk about that like at a later date. Um, but yeah, I just can't say enough great things about Shane Bieber. I think he bounces back in a big way. Yeah. And then, yeah, Scherzer to Grom, two and one. I mean, you could yeah. make the argument either one of those guys. Um, I think you can make the argument Scherzer's number one just because like all he does is just pitch. Like the right. has the injury issues and stuff, but I mean, the was stupid good last year before he got hurt. Same same right. with Bieber. Like you know what I mean? And yeah. If if you st- I think if you have Degrom at number one, I don't think you, I don't think you can, or I don't think I think you can still have Bieber, extremely high on your list too. Because like they both agree. got hurt, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like they I were agree. both. Degrom was going to. I mean, you can make the argument Degrom could have been MVP last year. <laughs> yeah, like you really could. Easily. Bieber was on his way to have another Cy Young. Yeah. So easily. Easily. And then like, you know, I have a couple guys like, you know, Corbin Burns. Like I feel bad like leaving out guys like um like the White Sox guys like Lancelin, Giolito. Um mm-hmm. yeah. oh who is your your um you gotta watch out for? Oh uh no Ray Shane Bob Bay oh, Bob yeah. Bay. I mean, I think he got caught up last year, and I think he went two and zero and had a good ERA. But I mean, the Rays just—they just breed talent down there. <laughs> I mean, it's weird that like even even like Robbie Ray won the Cy like he won the Cy Young last year. Like, yeah, and he wasn't even top. Yeah, he was. I didn't, didn't even really think of him to. No, he was like eleven for me. Yeah, there's just so many good starting pitching. Yeah, so many good starting. I mean, you can make the argument like like. Two of the guys from Oakland, Manaya or Frankie Matas, like mm-hmm. you could say Otani easily, like he could be there if he pitches enough innings. Um, like there's just so yeah, many there's a lot of good. There's pitchers. so many good starting pitchers. Like Chris Sale, he could easily bounce back if he gets mm-hmm. healthy. Like, yeah, but, it's it's tough. Yeah, it really is tough, and <laughs> I know it's kind of a cop out to just like basically say the top uh, guys that were um, Cy Young candidates like either last year or two years ago, but I don't know. Just if, like, I mean, they're consistently doing it. It's like with the only guys who, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Bieber, triple crown, then he got hurt. And I think, like you said, people forget how good of a year he was having until he got hurt. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then relief pitchers. So you're, do you have a guy, a young guy for relief pitchers? No, because – I feel like relief pitchers are kind of like DHs in a way. Like, you don't mm-hmm. understand your relief pitcher until you get there and, like, oh, we're going to use you out of the pen. Yep. Or, like, relief pitchers aren't always high up there in rankings, in my opinion. All right. So, who's your number seven? Uh, Craig Kimball. Yep. Same. 
They, it'll be yeah. it'll be weird that like he's like the eighth inning guy, and right. then what the White Sox also have Kendall Graveman who they signed to a big deal. So I mean, man, their bullpen is gonna be is I mean, it's gonna be annoying. But yeah, yeah, I hate it already. Um, but yeah, I, I have Crimbrel at uh, seven. Uh, who do you have at six? Uh, Brian Shaw. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Giov- um I'm gonna mess up his name, but Giovanni. Oh, Gallegos, 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 yeah, Gallegos, I hit yeah. him at six for me. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, don't, even, I don't even. He have took him over the closer list. role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Top the closers could be anybody or relief pitchers or relief pitchers. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, he's 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 a top twelve relief pitcher in baseball. I think. Um, you know, it's it's weird. I number six, I have uh, Rigel Iglesias. Okay, I have him at five. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Um. Number f- five for me, I have Devin Williams. Okay, he's four for me. All right, all right. So, and again, <laughs> like, my favorite thing, when I know baseball season is back is when I see Pitching Ninja with a Devin Williams highlight of his I love pitch. It. Yeah. yeah there was a, I love Pitching Ninja. There was a quote, uh, tweet the other day of it, and it said, if you told me Devin Williams never gave up a hit, if you told me Devin Williams never gave up a hit, I would believe you. it's weird that he struggled so much last year especially early on but man that that pitch is insane and um he is just one of the most elite uh just relief pitchers in in baseball i think he'll have a nice bounce back year uh so who do you have at number four then um i have well that's why i have williams okay so who do you have at number five uh iglesias You, you you didn't tell me who you had it for yet but that was the thing. Oh, right? okay. So, okay. So, number four, I have Ryan Presley. There you go. Okay. See, he didn't. He didn't make my top seven. All right, that makes okay. That's yeah. That's, that's, so that's, that's our that's Giovanni. Difference. Yep. Yeah. And I okay. think you so know Pre- that Presley, was four for you, right? Yeah, Presley is number four. Okay. For me. All right. And I think, you know, he, you know, I I think maybe I'm trying to think like a good way to say this. I think maybe people kind of overrate him a little bit because he's the closer for the Astros, but man, all that guy does is produce like he's mm-hmm. a lockdown for a really good team. And, and I think to diminish that, I think is a little silly in my opinion. Oh, he's got heard, a great fastball. Yeah. He's got a great breaking ball. Um, he doesn't really walk people like that. And in my opinion, like if you don't walk people, like that's my number one thing. It's a really pitcher. You, you can't, can't really walk a lot of players, you know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's uh, number, the biggest type of all baseball fans. Yep. Uh, number three. Um, Liam Hendricks. Okay, I have him number two. Okay. Okay. Who I mean, Liam. Two? Liam. Uh, number two, I have Josh Hader. All right. Okay, I have him, him at number one. Um, I, and I 100% would agree with you that he could be number one. But this is going into the season, and what I predict... Is number one so who I think it is? It's it's Emmanuel Clase. I have him number best, three. That's fucking relief pitcher in baseball this year. And I stand by that. Let's go. I Let's think people... I don't think we understand how good this kid is. He... he I mean, he led the league in 100 mile per hour pitches. Yeah. But he... That wasn't even his... You could you could make the argument it wasn't even his best pitch. Yeah, once he started using that slider after, Dude, he, so yeah. it's funny he got rocked in Oakland. He he blew that save against Jed Lowry, 
Lowry hits the the walk up home run, and I think they I think a light bulb went off. Was like, hey, I have great control with my cut my cutter that's 102 miles per hour, but I need a, a great breaking ball in order to pair something so good with with that cutter because you know the his cut his cutter is is it's insane how fast it is but because he has such good control like it's almost too good of a pitch like yeah he throws it over the plate too much but then you pair it with that slider that's like 92 it's so good and again he doesn't walk anybody his last uh, they they had the stat up uh, at one of the spring training games um, his last 32 outings, he, he was 13, 13 of 14 with save opportunities. He had, uh, I think, 36 strikeouts, two walks, 16 hits given up, an ERA of 0. .34. Okay, I, I, when I say it, I mean it. And this is no disrespect to Josh Hader, because Josh Hader is one of the – is probably the best in baseball, you know what I mean, yeah. going into this year. Yeah. But I just think at the end of this year, we'll be thinking, holy shit, I can't believe Kaze is so freaking good. And the fact that I, they got him for one inning of Corey Kluber. Yeah, and we were mad. I was one of them. I was pissed that we traded Kluber for this guy. And then he got suspended. I was like, oh, this is just – I mean, of course. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then what does he do? He just comes out this year. And here's the scariest part about it. And this isn't – I like James Karachek, and this isn't me just throwing this kid on the bus. But let's be honest. Was anybody really going in this year? Like before spring training started last year, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. like, Karachek's going to make this team. He's going to be the closer. He's going to be so exciting. And then Claude just – he made that his, he made it his, and he's never let it up. Like you said, one bad out in Oakland and flipped the switch, and he was even better. This, the part is – like, I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but, like, before Oakland, he was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oakland happened, and then he got even better. That's what's scary about it. Like you said, and then, oh, okay, he's going to be the top. Top pitcher. He's oh. – Okay. So yeah, I, so I, I have him, I have him at number three, and okay. maybe I just don't want didn't want to like, you know, I don't know, I don't I don't know. I get it, I get it. You're good. I, you don't have to explain yourself. I, I get it. You know, but it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it came yeah. down to like, if it, I mean, he could easily have like forty saves next year or this year, yeah. and it wouldn't surprise any, especially like if the offense continues to struggle. Um, That's the thing. I think there'll be a lot of close games. And the fact that, like, Cleveland has – they have their starting rotation and they have the guy in the ninth. They have that set. And I think, you know, one of the things we kind of talked about last year was it felt like the first couple months of the season, I don't think anybody really knew who was going to be, like, who's going to take the ball in the ninth inning, game in and game out. Sometimes it was Classe in the eighth. Sometimes it was Karinczak in the eighth. Sometimes it was, you know, and then it was vice versa, like in the ninth. You know what I mean? Um, but I think, obviously, what they stopped with the banned substance stuff. Karinczak struggled. Obviously, he went down. And then Classe, like, all he did was just take that opportunity and roll with it. And it is, it's very exciting to kind of project out what he can be, uh, especially at such a young age. Um and to have your closer for the next, you know, six, seven years, it's it's pretty awesome to think about. Oh yeah. So um yeah, I did. I I want it to happen, man. I want it to happen. I just like Hendrix is like Hendrix is Hendrix and and same thing with Hater. Like 
just those guys are just studs but it wouldn't surprise me even by like the all-star break everybody's like yeah no class a is the the best guy especially with a full off season um especially with just like the pairing of that slider and again he just he doesn't walk anybody and like that's the thing and he throws strikes it's I, I think the only question is can he replicate his second half last year um for a full season and yeah. um you know I don't I, I don't see why he can't you know what I mean mm-hmm. he will and he'll be the best pitcher in baseball best relief pitcher in baseball Man, I hope. Book it, ship it, send it. That'd be awesome. That would be so awesome yeah. if that happens. Well, we got through our top seven list or top seven at each position list. Um, this, is a, this is a fun episode as always. Yes. I, I mean, honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes. I mean, I know we've only done this last year and this year, but last year was my favorite episode. Other than like the next two episodes, like then us picking our division winners and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's also like my favorite episode so back to back everybody keep your eye off of that too because episodes will be flying out now yeah so this episode will go out tomorrow on oh so we're recording this tuesday and then over the weekend we'll have our like predictions um for each division sometime and then next week you know next week's opening day and we'll have our guardians preview we'll go through you know what we think about the roster and and all that fun stuff you know a more in-depth uh, Cleveland. Um, you know, podcasts. So that should be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. So if you made it this far, thanks for, thanks for, uh, you know, check, uh, checking it out. Um, if you agree, disagree, like, let us know. Um, if yeah, you think we missed no anybody, because like, there's just, there's just so many guys, like there's to, yeah, be at certain positions, like at certain positions, like, like you, like we talked about like shortstop, like we missed, I know we missed a couple guys. Like we just didn't even, you know, even think about, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, Gabe, you wanna? Any, do you have anything else to add? No, honestly. But like like Kay said, if you have anything you disagree with, if you think I'm an idiot for thinking Kaze is the number one, uh, call me out on Twitter. Call us both out. Call us idiots. Tell us we did a good job. Whatever you want, we love it. And uh, you want to shout out your Twitter and whatnot? Yep, my Twitter is Yanez Gabe, thirteen Y A N E Z G A B E one three. And you can all also follow the podcast on Twitter at leadoff talk, L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. And look at you, man. Look at you. I know. You. I'm, I'm so proud. What a guy, man. <laughs> what, a, what a stud. You're out here doing your thing, getting it right. Getting better, man. It right. I'm getting Thank better. You. It's awesome, man. I'd love to see it. You know, spring training is almost over for both of us, man. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're ready to go for, for the regular season. So, um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy. That's Caitlin K-A-T-E-L-A-N. Knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy.